Welcome to Snack Overflow, a bite-sized show about snacks and computers. I'm your host, Dretti Harpa. This week, we talk the real San Francisco treats, it's-its and liquor store sandwiches, street food, existential questions on the nature of snacks, 90s toys as prototech, late adoption, and cracked iPhone screens. can't say the the word for that's the one um our guest this week is kelsey finest human alive um we've known each other for i don't know like a smooth year now maybe more yeah i think a whole year it's been well i've known who you are for a whole year because of you know more than that because of the internet we met on the internet yeah we did totally (laughs) the reason i started following you is because you were always saying the most amazing and fire things and i was seeing it in my timeline a lot and i was like well i gotta do this i gotta get the source i'm a very antagonistic twitterer Tweeter, twatter. I, I, I like to get in fights to entertain myself when I'm bored. I, okay, so like, I am like two steps away from being like a 4chan troll, like, to be honest. Like, I, I get where they're coming from because it's super fun. So I saw you arguing with a journalist. I was being day, so bratty. I was there for it, though. You were like, do your job. You were like fighting with this like tech press shill. And it was amazing. Uh, yeah, I, it's probably not great for my career. I mean, I think you, doesn't matter. You have, I think. I think I should just take on like a pseudonym, maybe. I cha- I took my last name out of my Twitter bio. I noticed that. Maybe you could do like um you know like Swift on security that you can do like a security like a like you could do like a I hate Swift on security. Well, and I can't tell if it's a real person or not. If it's I feel like not. the whole joke of Swift on security is that like <laughs> like feminine women don't care about this. Like right? Like I don't. It's not. I don't follow the. I don't follow the account, but. Um, yeah, I would tell Taylor Swift on security that I don't follow her yeah, to yeah. her face. I don't follow your maybe family. I'm the Swift on security to those women. Oh, maybe. That's rough. That's rough. But yes, yeah, so, so we, we met on the internet. Yes. We volunteered at, us at an event and yes. I met you in real life. That's true. And that was cool. And you were the only one with any kind of good sense to prevent the babies. <laughs> we were teaching some young girls how to code and uh, it yeah. was a... Um, I have a I have a decent amount of experience from volunteering with kids with working with troublemaker kids because I love them. They're my favorite. I always am drawn to them. And there was definitely some like quiet, low-key troublemaking going on. There was. And you were the only one who was like, you didn't so I was like, what's gonna happen? I wanna So for context, we were teaching them how to build a website and they just had to pick any topic and then they were gonna build a website about it. So a lot of kids pick sports. One girl built a website about her dad's business, which was super cute. Um, other ones were like, you know, just very. I believe adorable. one of my favorites was sports cakes. <laughs> Specifically, sports Specifically cakes, cakes that had a sports theme, yeah. which is excellent. Specific and excellent. So perfect. And so <laughs> these two girls got together and they were working in their group and they wanted to build a revenge website. Well, and the thing about it was they were really participating in the activity. They were. Like, they, they did all the storyboarding. They had really good notes, clear notes. They had come up with a structure. Yeah. They had brainstormed some pictures and, like, storyboarded it yeah. out about different ways to get revenge. And it wasn't, like, put a tack on teacher's chair. No. It was, like, bloody and specific. Someone did them wrong. and they were Someone like, definitely did these girls wrong. And they were thinking out ways to get their revenge. And you didn't even, you didn't stop them. You just said, your parents are going to see this. And immediately, 
It was like candy. I had a lot of follow-up questions as well. I wanted to know the backstory. I wanted to see them get in trouble, which (laughs) I I was, I mean, I was an adult. I'm still an adult. At that point in time, I was like, what's going to happen with these little kids? Not thinking like, see, I feel like this is probably a difference that was true of us as children as well, right? Where like you wanted to see them get in trouble. Mm. I wanted to get them in trouble myself. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no. Because I'm much more of like a like mob boss type. For sure. An enforcer. <laughs> no, I was definitely a little girl in the back being like, like meerkatting me. Like, um, um, um. Like, ooh, someone got in trouble. You know? Ooh. <laughs> I was that person. Yeah. Because I never got in trouble because I was a, I'm, I still am a goody two-shoes. I'm very much a goody-goody. I was a goody-goody, but I definitely, like, would act out in anger and then make deals to avoid being tattled <gasps> nice. on. Nice. Oh, no, I was never any good at negotiating with others. I, I I would backpedal hard. I mean, I did some things as a child that I should not have done. I was often unsupervised in groups as a child, which is also kind of... It's really incredible. Yeah. In the 90s, what a time. Yeah, we're free range. Yeah, and... latchkey kids. So you're a San Francisco native and we were brainstorming kind of, you know, in the snack portion of the podcast talking about maybe specific San Francisco treats. Yeah. Not rice aroni. I mean, it just doesn't seem like a snack food. No. I mean. I don't know that I've ever had rice. Also, I mean, those are, those. Okay, so I grew up in Utah and for the most part, and there's all these ads like, oh, rice aroni, San Francisco treat. Yeah. And I was just sort of like, who, we didn't even, we didn't eat it. But who eats it? And like, who? Cares? I don't know. How did it become the San Francisco treat? I oh, so I, I watched this documentary about San Francisco food recently, okay. and they talked about it, and it was like this woman who married into a family, and she didn't know how to cook, and the downstairs neighbor took pity on her, and the downstairs neighbor was, I think, like Lebanese, and was making pilaf with like oh. broken pasta, and it so happened that the family that this poor un tutored uncookable woman had married into owned a pasta making plant and they had all this broken spaghetti and when she made this dish for them which was the only thing she knew how to make they decided to package it or something i don't know we could go look on wikipedia we could i mean that's what podcasts do is they like (laughs) we read off wikipedia we We could find this out for ourselves it was but it's like basically leftover food yeah yeah so, I mean, I don't, since living in San Francisco, I don't think of that as, like, a San Francisco specific, like, like, it's it's. It's it's, yeah. That's the real San Francisco treat. Yeah. I mean, I like it's it's. I do not, I'm not that fond of oatmeal cookies. Mm. But I do really, actually, I think my main beef with oatmeal cookies might be the raisins. <gasps> Same. Because I like an it's it. No. I always feel... Like, I hate the texture of them. I've yeah. never liked raisins. And, like, I actually do like raisins. Okay. I like Raisin Bran. But I like Raisin Bran because the way, the reason why Raisin Bran works, okay. I-M-O, is that the bran is very bland and neutral tasting mm-hmm. because raisins are intensely sweet. Yes. And when you put that in a sweet cookie, I just, like, every, oh, my teeth hurt. I don't like it. So then how do you feel about chocolate chips and chocolate chip cookies? That's also, I actually think, I mean, a good chocolate chip cookie is salty. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I just the the I think oatmeal cookies are too, oatmeal raisin cookies are too sweet. For I me. also don't like oatmeal raisin cookies because they're purporting to be like healthier cookies, and they're not. And it's they're a not. Lie. It's a lie, and yeah, I wish that they were just garbage. chocolate chip every time. I'm every like, time, every, I like honestly, the only time I eat oatmeal raisin is that I've been tricked to, into thinking they're chocolate chip. Thank you. They're they're a they're a liar of a cookie. Thank you. And <laughs> I was on Twitter and I saw. Elon Musk tweeting about yes. that. And I was like, we could be homies, Elon. Yeah, we are clearly, we, we get genius it. minds think alike. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I've not invented a Hyperloop machine or whatever. In, yeah, or, but it's it's clearly coming since we have the right ideas about Right ideas, you know? Oatmeal cookies? Mm-mm, that today. said, I like Instant's. Yes, because the ice cream, okay, so Instant's for people who haven't never seen one is an oatmeal cookie coated in like dark chocolate and it's like an ice cream sandwich and mm-hmm. there's a variety of flavors that I've there's seen. There's just three. Mint mint ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, vanilla. Yeah. I've Are seen, they chocolate? I've seen a coffee. Oh, okay, coffee. Because the other one I know is they do a seasonal pumpkin. They do a seasonal pumpkin because nobody's immune. Ugh. I just, I don't know. I just don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I've ever had pumpkin ice cream. I got kind of turned off by the pumpkin beers. Oh, you can't, I like pumpkin pancakes. I like pumpkin okay. pie. I like um, like a savory pumpkin application. Like, like a curry? A curry. I think I don't really like sweet things is the conclusion. That's the conclusion here. So then are there any savory San Francisco treats? We were talking about the sourdough bread bowls. Yeah. They and have. then we start to get into like, you know, questions of what is a snack. So I I do a lot of grazing day to day unless I'm like socializing, so I'm always eating like a little bit at a time. So I don't like to eat too much usually because I, I want to feel like anything in a bread bowl by definition is too much. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you're. That's, that's like almost a selling point of food in it's, a bread bowl. Yeah. Well, I also like a snack. Some, like sometimes it has to be portable. Mm, so yeah. Portability. That well, I don't know because this is a snack because you can take it to a place. Well, we did this yesterday. We went to Fisherman's Wharf and we got the bread bowl with the chowder from the stands. Right. Okay. Where you just like t- take it and you walk away, and it is like. You know, it's designed to be carried off. Yeah. Also, like ice cream, we just had some. Mitchell's yeah, we ice did cream. just. We had Mitchell's, which is a famous San Francisco which establishment. Is it the OG of the ice creams? I mean, okay. So I was talking about this. There's an ice cream parlor over in Russian Hill, which is like the Mitchell's of that side of town. Okay. It's called like, I have no idea what it's called. I've been. I like honestly, I go to the north side of town less often than I go to like. San Bruno. So I have no idea. I was there a couple weeks ago and I walked past it, but I didn't. It's like Schwarber's? Yeah. Something with an S. Yeah, you're right. It is that, but I didn't know that it was like the business. Well, there's that, and then there's Polly Ann's, which is out in the avenues. Okay. I want to hang out there more. There's some cool stuff over there. The thing that always blows my mind whenever I go out there is I'm like, oh, right, surfers. Yeah. There's like all these surfers and you never see them in the other part of the city. And I always forget that that's like a thing out there. San Francisco secretly a beach town. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Surprisingly. Who knew? So a, a common thread on the show has been men using, not using, but you know, the, the adage, you win someone over through their stomach, we go mm-hmm. win a man's heart through stomach. I think it's also true for ladies. And there's been kind of a lot of like, oh, like this dude brought me X and it was whatever. A lot of it has been like, I haven't liked him, but I think in your case. 
a romantic story. Yeah. The first, I believe the first Valentine's Day maybe that me and my now husband were together, I was at work and we were doing like a, like a stand-up, a morning stand-up, which of course was at like 11.30 because <laughs> developers are lazy. And they were like, Kelsey, someone's here for you. And like it was like this big open office too, so it's kind of embarrassing. And I look over and DJ has on his lunch break biked over to my office and brought me a Valentine's Day present. Hmm. And he has flowers and a turkey sub from a very good sandwich shop near my work, like kind of nestled together because he truly knew the symbol of our love was sandwiches. <laughs> it was very romantic. And reader, I married him. Yeah. So. <laughs> reader, I married we him. We continue to show our love through sandwiches. We live really close to an amazing sandwich shop. And it's, you know. I see you like bring each other. Well, you got to know each other's order, right? Oh, yeah, like, for that's sure. That's important. That's really important. That's just, oh my gosh, that's like what I want out of a relationship. You know, he knew. He knew what. This instinctively, too, like your first Valentine's Day. Yeah, he like it was really, early on. He really wanted to impress you. He did. So he brought you, you know, I guess an appropriate present, but also the one that you really wanted. Yeah, because I don't, you know, I don't care that much for candy. That's yeah. not true, but. You prefer savory. Was I prefer it? a sandwich to almost anything. Yeah, that's fair. Any activity or person? Really. That's fair. Are there any good... So, my housemate really likes pizza, and he's been complaining about San Francisco doesn't have, like, quote, good pizza. Which That's is, accurate. Accurate. <laughs> Do you think that... <laughs> he's just talking about doing, like, a pizza tour to try and find something, like, that's okay. I feel like the, all he will find is heartbreak. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that he should do this. I think it's a you know, recipe for disaster. But do you think they're like good sandwiches? It's kind yes. of a sandwich game. Yes, and I actually think liquor store sandwiches are an undersung San Francisco delicacy. Really? Yes, I think that a huge percentage of unassuming looking liquor stores in the city will sell you an absolutely top rate sandwich. Huh? And the sandwich shop near our house, which is world famous, it's seriously like listed in guides and stuff to is go a there store. interesting and do they make it for you from scratch or is it kind of pre-made yeah no they make it for you there there's a sandwich counter huh at many many stores sammy's on second is a pretty good one and in the financial district we used to have um i don't even know i call it fred's but i call like every liquor store fred's i don't know why <laughs> there's one on um like fell and like or like Central, right off of one before Fel, Fulton maybe, yeah. that has really good like pesto aioli. Oh. This is like a thing. I had no idea. Yeah. I've been wasting my time. However, now that I'm a vegetarian, sandwiches are just, just an exercise in just sadness. Because I feel you, although some places do have good veggie sandwiches. Yeah. Also, like a lot of them will have like falafel and they can do okay. like a falafel sandwich. Yeah. Which really, is like just a starch. starch, starch. That's fair. So I've always enjoyed an egg salad sandwich. Yes, egg salad is classic. It's very good. So I'm, I can still eat, I still eat those. But yeah. Um, well, San Francisco has, we were talking about this in terms of delicacies, San Francisco has a type of. Of sandwich bread that is mainly, I believe, used in liquor store sandwiches <laughs> that you cannot, you can find in Amsterdam, 
and you can find between Reading and San Jose, and it's the only place in the world that okay. exists. What is this bread? Dutch Crunch. Dutch Crunch is so good. Dutch Crunch is amazing. Yeah. It's like, I, again, I think it's an under, like, people. everybody talks about burritos and rice-a-roni or whatever, but Dutch Crunch bread. Yeah. Is a, I, I, like, I consistently, that was one of the things I missed when I didn't live here. Oh. Can't get it. Can't get it anywhere else. That's so fascinating. I guess I'd never had it before here, but it's so good. It's it's perfect. And whenever it's an option, I will always get it. And that's like the type of sandwich, right? It's like a it's it's not a sub because it's not soft bread, but yeah. it's that size. It's like it's about six inches, maybe. Yeah, six inches, and then it's like thick across, yeah. like four inches. And it, and it didn't have any heels, which is nice. They yeah. cut off. Yep, they cut the, off. They both cut ones. off the booties, mm-hmm. which is good because I never liked them. Mm-hmm. So. Into it. Yeah, I encourage you to explore the delicacies of behind those unassuming counters. Like uh, Ria's? Yeah, Malasia Street. Yeah? yeah, but they, I think that's known that they have those now. But that's a liquor store. No. That's the, and that's been there forever. I always think of that place as a sandwich shop first. I know, but it was a liquor Whoa. store first, and this is like a thing. Yeah, and they and they actually make so much money that they like rebranded and put up a really nice sign. Yeah, they, they, they focused on the sandwiches, but Roxy's is my neighborhood sandwich mecca. It's amazing. Like we, you know, I'm not ashamed to admit every house hunting episode I've ever done like has revolved around the nearest. Like I feel like the nearest sandwich shop, that, that quality is an important aspect of finding a home. That's true. And moving within walking distance of Roxy's was the holy grail for me because I think it's <laughs> like, like I have, I've made a, a gif of this before where it's like, um, it's Natalie Portman in, in a uh, garden state. Yeah. But it, she's, instead of this music, it's like, caption says this sandwich will change your life like that's me about rocks (laughs) and not like this song will change your life no the sandwich it's amazing i believe it that's so great that he brought you the sandwich and now you're married reader i married him that's great you know you gotta know you gotta know what your boo likes that's true that's really good advice just generally no their sandwich order no (laughs) way whatever that means for you yeah your relationship relationship. sandwich could mean anything yeah sandwich could mean but literally i mean sandwich yeah (laughs) all right there there's not a lot of savory snacks or san francisco specific we're talking about bacon wrapped hot dogs bacon wrapped hot dogs which I mean, which are not San Francisco, but they, I it's think, like a Mexican street food. I but. think that you could characterize them as a snack because you can, they are portable, portable and you can eat them while walking. Yeah. So I think those are two really good qualities of a snack and they're not, too, it's not too much food. It also makes me think of, and this is not San Francisco specific at all, but one of my favorite street food snacks is um, elotes, like the, the yes. corn. You love them. We went to, where did we go? Oh, it was We were at Carnival, Carnival, and I feel like you were really horrified as you watched me be like, extra mayonnaise, please. And like. This is like a corn on a, on a stick. Yeah. With mayonnaise yeah. and, and um, cheese. Yeah. And like, they're like. That's a, how it works. What, yeah, it's it's like chili a, powder. It's, chili powder. It's mayonnaise and then chili powder and then cotilla, like fresh cheese on top. Yes. And you were like, this is it. It's like my favorite. Like, I, I, it's so gross. Like, I love them so much. I tried it and it was better than I thought it was going to be. It's so good. I was wrong. I've been wrong a lot about things in 2015. I was wrong about Texas. Texas is awesome. Texas is great. Celine Dion is really good at singing. I went and saw her in yeah. Vegas. I didn't know. But yeah, I've been wrong about a lot of things. I was wrong about that. I would love to eat 
some street corn while watching Celine Dion sing. Listen, she is the voice of an angel. I will say that's one thing I really like. So, like, you know, I go to live music a lot, and mm-hmm. I have, you know, friends who are kind of snobby about live music. But I love, like, an arena show because the concession stand. <gasps> and you can just, like, like especially, like, when they're at um, in Oakland at the arena. Yeah. And it's just, like, the, like, basketball concession it stands is, yeah. are open. And it's the best. Yeah. Like, yes, I do want chicken fingers while I watch Rick Ross. Like, yes. And, like, there's pyrotechnics and backup dancers. And That's I just really think, fitting. Like, you can talk about intimate club shows or whatever, but I think there's a lot to be said. For the snackability quotient. For being able to snack. Yeah. Yeah. I always want to be eating something. Yeah. I'm thinking about food right now. <laughs> what are, <laughs> For what? obvious reasons. Because I was thinking about going to the corner store before they closed because they have the corner store near my home is um i've been calling a bouge mart mm-hmm. um because they have a lot of like organic weird snacks and like yeah. free and stuff and it's like not like a bodega at all and they have like this is a really intense sign outside so it's like ugh. if i say what the sign says i'm gonna like out where my eye lives so i'm not gonna say that but there's some really interesting led signage um, oh. Are you talking about the one that we yeah. walked past? So I grew up down the street from where we are currently podcasting from. <laughs> and this was my corner store as a kid. And it was not bougie at all. But we used to buy pogs there and trade pogs there. What? I wonder what happened to all those things. I have slammers. Yeah. Slam- we, if you bought like five, you would get a free slammer. He would often throw in pogs when you went to like when you were sent there to get milk or whatever oh that's nice um yeah and so that was like our pog dealer was down there at the market that i will not name i wonder if everything will make a full circle like a circle um for instance the 90s is coming back mm-hmm. there was like a like a tamagotchi neopets reemergence. Mm-hmm. um i've told you what i did with my tamagotchi right no, what? Mm-mm. It was like a knockoff Tamagotchi. Um, and I got one after much begging, and it wouldn't stop beeping. Like, I oh. let it go for too long, and it wouldn't stop beeping. And I was trying to make it stop beeping, and it wouldn't stop beeping. So I took it into the backyard, and I hit it with a hammer. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, it was still beeping. Oh so God. I threw it over the fence into the neighbor's yard <laughs> and pretended like I'd lost it. And you begged for it, too. Like, I really wanted really one. Wanted this toy. It's really similar. I also begged to get a pager. Oh, nice. When all of my friends had a pager. And then I realized that having a pager meant that my parents expected that I would call, call them. them back. right? And so I left it on the bus. On purpose? Oh I don't want to have to call them anymore. That's fair. Well, I guess <laughs> since we kind of, we can, we can talk about computers now. I guess yeah. we kind of have naturally segued into it. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often this happens. It's really, people like, kind of gravitate. I'm not really sure a pager is any kind of segue into a computer. Well, we're talking, we're talking about technology. That's true. Um, so. It's a blessing and a curse. Blessing and a curse. I can imagine myself wanting to do that to my smartphone, which yes. I always carry Yes, I actually, so, I feel like the battery life, like battery life on like eye devices anyway yeah. is just like garbage, right? I wonder how much of it is planned obsolescence, right? Yeah, or I, the other thing I think is maybe just app development too, and like that being crappy and yeah, I can imagine. But yeah, it might be. I mean, mine's a five, so I'm sure they want me to get on to get into that big yeah. huge one. I did buy a huge one um, because I lost mine in Vancouver. I remember this. Oh, 
What a glorious month that was when I didn't have a phone. <laughs> I let mine die, like, all the time. I really like making plans that people can't change. Yeah. I'm really into it. I'm so into it because it's like, oh, okay, I don't have a phone, so we have, have to, to be there. Have, meet me there. Yeah. Ha, 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 you know? Yeah. Because I, can't, I, don't, I won't get your last minute, like, I'm tired cancellation. Yeah, the flake. The phone does definitely enable the flake. It does. Um, I am not a California native. And I remember I went to a Halloween party a number of years ago, and someone was explaining to me the term Califlaky, which is like some term he had coined, which was like he felt like California natives mm-hmm. were like had a higher flaky quotient, and then people learned like I learned it from you, Dad. Like learned yeah, how to that behavior it. behavior from like other California natives, like the the art of the flake. Yeah, um, but I think people just want to keep their options open because you never know what's going to happen. FOMO's real. I don't know. I, f- I flake for completely non-FOMO related reasons, unless you're talking about like fear of missing out of television. <laughs> like my flaking when it does happen is very lazily motivated. Yeah, it's a lot. Here's what happens to me a lot. I'll be napping and I won't want to get up. Yeah, that's 100% real. of the reason I don't go places. Or so I met you on time. We were both on time, which is... Absolutely unheard Over of dinner tonight. tonight. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought, I didn't remark upon it, but I think we both deserved we a gold star. We did it. But the only reason I was on time was because I had grand plans to not just take a shower. I was going to take a bath and Ooh. read Grace Jones' memoir, which I that just picked really up. really good. But I did not, I don't, I just didn't leave enough time to do it you and know. even to do the showering part, so... Instead of flaking, though, just, or pushing it off, I just came completely uh, dirty and unshowered to have dinner with that's you. That's friendship. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm not wearing any makeup. To have dinner at the place where Dreddy had already had lunch, just so this story doesn't only reflect <laughs> poorly on me. <laughs> it for was the so good. And the it was woman, delicious. It was I would so have it for eight meals a day. I had the same thing. You had the I same had. dish, even. <laughs> I mean, yes. And I was like, I would like she to. totally she was yeah the lady was like same thing you had earlier and I was like yeah it was really good and it was a curry place and I just was just like scooping the curry sauce and talking about eating all the things on my plate and I was just like this is it's uh, really it was, it was delicious really I had no judgment at all I bought a extra large sandwich today with the plan of eating it over several days oh uh, no because my husband is out of town and I am incapable of feeding myself he does all the cooking in your house. He does all of the cooking. He does all of the shopping. He does all of the cleaning. Hashtag I blessed. am like a helpless baby. Like, I am a woman child. I don't think that's true. I think you've got a lot of really good qualities and you're not helpless at yes, all. Yes, but I would say none of them involve being around the house. <laughs> in any So you had a pager which you discarded because you didn't like the, the or the, the very burgeoning feelings of a digital attachment. Yeah, and I had, I'm a late adopter. I, oh, tell me about that. I like, I didn't get a cell phone until way after everyone else had one. I didn't mm-hmm. get text, SMS till everyone else, till like way later on. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a, I had a smartphone for like two months in college and then I didn't have one again until like 2011 2012 nice. um 
I have an iPhone 5 now only because one was given to me as a please don't quit present at a job, um, which did not work. <laughs> um, That's amazing. I've never gotten a please don't quit present. I've gotten multiple, which says speaks a lot to the caliber of management that I've dealt with. Really? It I speaks feel... <laughs> poorly, very poorly to it. Or maybe it speaks to like how good you are at computering. I don't know. It's more just like when someone's giving you like cash equivalents to try to get you to not quit, like the proverbial stuff has hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, I've had that happen at two different jobs. And when when he gave me the phone at this job, he also gave me like a very fancy piece of cake. Like a, like like a very extremely fancy one and I was super pissed. Like because it had been bad, and I was like, you can't buy my feelings with cake. Or he was like, there's really nice cake in the fridge, and we just wanted to say thank you. And I was like, you can't, you can't buy me with cake. That could be well with cake. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I don't forgive you. This doesn't make up for what you put me through. Mm-hmm. And that lasted, like, maybe 90 minutes. <laughs> and you're like, I got it. And I was like, it. I'm going to eat the cake. It's like a real snack awful moment. It's both computers and a snack. Yeah. It was really, truly a moment in my life, for sure. It was... I love that you tried to take the high road on this cake, No, I, like, I think I even, like, said something. I was like, thank you, but that's really not enough. And he was, like, saw right through me and was like, well, I'm going to put it in the fridge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so funny. I hate the cake. But I still quit a couple months later, so whatever. Good for you. You have your your principles, sort of. <laughs> but that cake was fire, though. It was like really fun. It was like one of those, like you know, like those bakeries where it's like ten dollars for like a tart. You oh, know? it was like this big, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I didn't have to share it. That was another thing. It was really well played. Don't quit <laughs> present. <laughs> and the the phone is the gold phone. Like these <gasps> these people knew me, but like number. it was yeah. too too late. Too little, too late. Yeah. Yeah. I. So no one has ever. I've gotten like, here's a trap promotion. You please stay, but I haven't. Yeah, gotten... see, that's like an effective, much more effective attempt at, yeah. at this, which is just, yeah, I've I've gotten gift cards. I the phone actually was like a weird like, it was like a quote unquote bonus, but it was also kind of weird because it was I had like an iPhone three that was cracked <laughs> all to hell. And they all made fun of me all the time. I mean, we, but I was building the back end of a iPhone, of iOS product, I guess. So, but I was like, well, I don't need the phone. Like, I don't write the app. Like, yeah. I know if my works. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't need a phone to know if my stuff works. Like, I've um, some logs before. Yeah, like <laughs> I was just like, uh, and I think it like, like you know, they would tease me about it, and I was like, this isn't. Like, this really isn't, like, it's, like, not effective teasing because I don't care. Like, yeah. yep, you got me. My phone's old and cracked. Like, Ooh. so it was, like, a weird, like, they, yeah, like, it's a weird present in that context. Yeah, because it's, like, a, a It wasn't, like, like oh, Kelsey play. really wants, yeah, exactly. It wasn't, like, oh, Kelsey really wants a new phone. It was, like, more, It was, like, she needs a new phone. Yeah. We're going to let, like, rise her up to the level where we're at with our yeah. early tech adoption. But... I learned since, so that phone they replaced was really cracked, but since then I've cracked the screen on this phone four times. I don't know if I should just make, if it's appropriate to just make outright plugs on your show, (laughs) but uh, there's a guy that I go to in South City who's amazing. 
who will change the screen in front of you so you know he's not messing around in your data and it's oh. cheaper than the Apple store. Ooh. Yeah. It's really changed my phoning life. Well, because you don't have to you know, put up with it anymore. You can like have it replaced. Yeah, exactly. Faster. Like on demand. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I got a new phone and I'm thinking about I need to get one of those cases yeah i have like the world's ugliest case because like i drop my phone basically constantly. i'm like a slapstick skit <laughs> like i'm just like yeah like i walk down the street chasing my phone that's it's like happened in real life because i texted you yes <laughs> yes what? the last time i had to replace my screen it was totally your fault it was my fault it was not your fault on over what were we texting, we were texting about? about something stupid too no it was either about common Having to get to Serena Williams, I don't think it was that. No, I think was it that they there was it that uh, Drake and Serena started dating, and I was no, I don't know because you texted me and you were like, "This is not a drill." <laughs> I was I really you, needed you and to you know. And you were also like, every time you, you and we was a mutual friend Amina who like you always tweet the same things, which is like, "Why didn't y'all tell me about this?" Shit? <laughs> I'm so like, mad. I can like feel like I care enough that I shouldn't have to find out. Through, a third through party. the internet, yeah. the impersonal should... internet. I just want someone to text me and be like, this "Go look at this thing." Yeah. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and <sighs> Now I wish I could remember the it was the, the, the what what celebrity news I was outraged about you that outraged caused about you to break news. that caused you to cause we me to break no, my phone. No, it wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. It was. It was a news article about a salmonella outbreak that you had been at. Oh, oh, oh my God. Because we went to this conference and it was only vegan food. And I like made fun of it and no one would sit with me. And then it turned out there was a, there was like a salmonella outbreak. And I was totally justified you in were. being skeptical of the vegan. Oh, it has nothing to do with it being vegan. I was no. being a dick, but. Doesn't matter. And That's so I sent, right. you, and I sent you like the receipts, basically. And I like screamed and threw my phone, <laughs> and it like landed and cracked, and I had to go see Shaquille, the iPhone guy, oh, yeah. who yeah, DJ wants to name our firstborn child after Shaquille. Well, multiple Shaquilles O'Neal, in our life obviously. that are close to our heart. But I don't know more than those two. Shaquille, the iPhone guy, and Shaquille O'Neal. O'Neal? That's Perfect. multiple. That's fine. That'd be a really good middle name, I think. <sighs> yeah. Well. Tell DJ that because he's pretty set. That's true. He's <laughs> set in his ways. Wow. But yeah, that's when it happened. That was yeah, the salmonella. Because you were really upset about it, and then I saw like the news article, and they were like, oh, I made a outbreak. joke about vegan cheese, and everyone was like, "That's not funny." And I was like, "Ah, you're like a walking veganism joke right now." Listen, like vegan cheese, they have to know. There's plenty of delicious vegan, healthy, wonderful vegan dishes from cultures and traditions all over the world, but none of them is cheese made out of nuts. It's it's just it's just wrong. The jokes write themselves. Gosh, God. but you were totally yeah, you were totally justified. <laughs> it was worth it was worth the eighty five dollars to replace my phone yeah. screen. Yeah. That's so funny. For the glee. <laughs> That's so messed up. I feel bad for everyone who got sick. That yeah. sounds awful. And you didn't even get to eat real cheese. Yeah. Oh. It's like a dough. It's like insult punch. to injury. Yeah. Quite literally. <laughs> Thank you.
Um, I want to thank you for doing this again. Of course. <laughs> I'll talk to you about snacks later. We just like, were talking about snacks at dinner, basically. We were. Right? Yeah, we could have been recording our dinner our conversation. Whole life is a podcast. Basically. <laughs> Listen, I am biased. I think everyone I talk to that is my friend is hilarious, and we sh- everyone you should hear. You have really good taste. Ugh. <laughs> Shout out to us. I like that because it's it's like it's a compliment to me. Yeah. Through you. But also you. It's like. <laughs> It's good. Uh, also, this is the second time we've recorded. I've had to do this twice this season where I've had to like re-record an entire episode. It's just of practice. It's true. I'm getting a bit better at this. I hope to you know, release this in a reasonable time frame. Um, is this like the series finale? This is. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. What an assist, Kelsey. This is the last episode of season one. We did the 10 episodes. I didn't think I'd make it. They're all amazing. I'm really pleased with how they've all turned out. Everybody I know is amazing. Are you going to do like a clip show? I should do a clip <laughs> show. And it's just me cackling. You could do a Duretti laugh <laughs> super laugh. cut. <laughs> um, yes. Because I'm definitely, when, I've, when, I sat, when I sit down to edit these things, I also sat there while Duretti edit And I want you all to have a picture of her sitting at her laptop with her headphones on laughing her ass off <laughs> till she's in tears to her own podcast. To my own jokes, though. It's, it's so funny. Yeah, I can tell you're laughing at your I'm own like, I'm like, because it's been long enough since I've listened to, like, you know, I don't recall the conversation. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh. You're like my guest, haha, me! <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, this is really, this has been really fun. To be fair, you're hilarious. Oh, thank so. you. Um, but yes, yeah, season one is completed. <laughs> We'll be back, I guess. Have like a cliffhanger. Oh yeah, will we be back? Who knows? Who shot Jr. Who shot the sheriff? (laughs) (laughs) That was like a reference that was dated before I was born. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um. Me too. Um. We'll be back, I guess, in the future. Happy snacking. Yeah. Happy snacking, everybody. Thank you again, Kelsey. All right. Snack Overflow was produced by me, Dretti Harpa. Music this week is courtesy of the band Super Users, with special help from Delta Is. You can find us online at snackoverflow.fm or on Twitter. Our handle is at snackoverflowfm. As a bit of an update, Kelsey's now moved to Portland. We wish her the best of luck, but we're going to miss her dearly. And, as you heard, we've just finished season one, and we'll be taking some time off, and we'll back it fresh for season two starting after thanksgiving thanks for listening and happy snacking you know, so that's like a life hack i guess i get if in that ha- a li- if a life hack is just lying yeah they usually are <laughs> they, they actually usually are They're like loophole or lying <laughs>